0: This is Women with Books, a collection of conversations about your favorite books, media, and all of the fabulous things in life. Curated by me, author Lindsay Emery. I'm so glad you're a part of today's chat. Hello friends. This is Lindsay and Marie. I'm back and I'm so excited to kick off some new episodes of Women with Books. As you'll hear me talk about in this interview with Tiff Marcello, 2020 was a lesson in juggling priorities and managing my emotional and mental energy. But like I said, I'm excited to have the energy to have more conversations to share with this community. Hopefully, you'll notice that I'm intentionally focusing on the good things in life, positive solutions, our favorite books. I think I've always focused on that. (laughs) And memories that we can't wait to make in the future. Um, I was not able to read Tip's book in a book club far away before talking to her, but I read it right after. And I wanted to let you guys know what I thought. This story is already sticking with me in a really determined way i keep thinking about it every day um reading about these three women these three friends who have this bond through books and their military service and how they're learning about themselves through tough times it's it's just really something we can all relate to um tiff's characters feel like my old friends too i think that's why i keep thinking about them i keep wondering what they're up to (laughs) And now I cannot wait to visit Alexandria, Virginia as soon as I can travel freely because Tiff described it as such a great place to walk around and uh, see friends and get cake, which um, are all, you know, some of the fabulous things in life. Um, A couple of announcements. Due to popular demand, I now have a merch store. You can now buy Women With Books stickers and journals and mugs. And I'm going to keep putting up some fun things that I like to have uh, around. So uh, that link is in the show notes. Please go forth and get your stickers on. Um, Okay, the next announcement is about book recommendations. Um, One of my interests, goals, as soon as I launched this podcast, oh, four four years ago now, is, um, you know, if I have people on the show and I ask them to make book recommendations, I really wanted to be intentional that those book recommendations could get to the audience, that if you were listening to this, you would be able to go, oh, that book sounds really good. I'm going to go buy it. And I, I've been trying over the past four years to find the best most streamlined way of getting those book recommendations to you. I've tried um, putting them in a Goodreads folder. Um, I don't know if anyone ever checked that. At first, I put every single book link on my website, but I can check my website and and saw that like not a lot of people went there. And so then um, then what I started doing, which I think was probably most effective – was if you sign up for the newsletter, I emailed those recommendations straight to you every month. That will continue to be done. I'm sorry newsletter people, you haven't heard from me in a while but I didn't have any new uh, episodes to put out. But that will be coming at the end of April. Um, So I'll still be doing that, but there is this great new venture called bookshop.org and I was really intrigued by it and I looked into it and I'm excited to partner with them. I have um, set up a storefront and it's not really my store it's basically I'm setting up the the links so I'm gonna have different lists there and for 2021 recommendations that you hear on this podcast I will put the links in there and you can go straight to that one place, and it could be like a one-click thing. Now, bookshop.org, if you haven't heard of it, is this venture that is intentionally trying to support independent bookstores around the U.S. and the U.K. So you can pick your favorite independent bookstore that you want to buy from, or you can, just say, just buy through my links, and then they divvy up the funds um, between international between these bookstores um so that's great if you don't want all of your book money going to amazon you can use these bookshop um links now i do understand i have quite a few international um audiences so because of that i will still be doing amazon links in the newsletter but the bookshop.org store link will be in the show notes so um and I'm not really sure how bookshop.org does with digital readers either. I think there is an option for that, but I'm not sure if that's for every book or not. So that's another reason why I'll still be doing um, Amazon links. Um, You know, if enough of you told me you wanted also like Barnes & Noble links, I could do that too, but um, that's just a lot. I start getting into a lot of effort that way, and then, then my energy levels start to drop, so that's the plan right now um because like what's the point of talking about books if we can't all read them right um so that's the plan right now if you want to order through my bookshop.org link that's in the show notes or sign up for my newsletter link in the show notes and then you'll get all of the links there okay that is exclusive content for the newsletter now oh yes so we're still talking about book recommendations (laughs) The other thing I think I recommend I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago was I during 2020 I was like I got to simplify some stuff. So I simplified my one of the things I simplified was how I produce this podcast and I'm now using a a service which allows you guys to leave it's a easier way for you to leave messages to be on the podcast. So there's a link in the show notes for you to leave me a message. It has to be a minute or less and you know just tell me about what you thought if you've read a book lately you want me to know about you want the world to know about um anything else anything else that pops in you are listening to this on your phone on your walk taking kids to school whatever you can pull up show notes hit that link and it's a super super easy way to record a message on my phone on your phone and send it to me and then I could possibly put you in the podcast and we can like have a pretend conversation. All right, I'm feeling good about all this. I hope you are feeling good too. I hope you are healthy and uh, balanced and eating right and getting enough vitamin D and C and zinc and sticking with this whole stupid world for just a little while longer until we can all, you know, go to the club together. And with that, here is my interview with the charming, the fabulous Tiff Marcello. Welcome to Tiff Marce- Marcelo. Is it Marcelo? Yes, it's Marcelo. Perfect. It? Okay. Perfect. I was assuming it was um because it looks Spanish. I was like, I've yeah. Put the accent in the right place. Yeah. Well, Marcelo. Spani- yeah. Hello. <laughs>
1: well, the Spanish colonized the Philippines for a very, very long time. So
0: Thank here we did. go. That is why. <laughs> that is why we have Marcelo. Right. Yes. <laughs> So I mean, welcome. I'm so you. excited to get to talk to you. I feel like it's, I mean, it's been a few years yeah. since we were, uh, we had lunch in New York yeah. together a couple of years ago, but, um, I feel like our paths up?
1: keep crossing. You know what isn't I
0: mean? It, I love it. Isn't it great? Yeah. I know. And then we got to be in an anthology together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's so neat. That was fun. It's like and the world is so
1: small, you know, but yet so big.
0: <laughs> isn't it beautiful? Yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah. And there's some well we'll get into it but i was like that's kind of a theme mm-hmm. in tiff marcello books mm-hmm. so <laughs> um let's just get started yeah. um i know people want to know um i always start at the beginning so how did you start writing yes um uh, in your life oh my gosh tiff? so i
1: i i was one of those kid writers and i wanted to be a writer from forever like um i was a library goer so um It was the San Francisco Public Library was like my babysitter (laughs) after school because I was a latchkey kid. So I would get off the streetcar, called the Muni, the street, and we would. I would just climb up the stairs and you know went to the library and pick up my 13 books, uh, which was the max at that time. Now to bring it home and I read The Outsiders by Essie Hinton, and I looked, you know, fell in love with the book. Looked in the back. And saw that she was 15 when she wrote and published that book. And I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to (laughs) be published by the time I was 15. And then, of course, that summer, I was like the summer I was 11 and I told my dad, I'm going to be a writer. And he just was like, oh, (laughs) that sounds great, but you have to feed yourself. Um, So that was the same summer. I think they kind of ganged up on me and my mom said, you know, you're a really caring person. You know, you should really be a nurse. And I carried that seed with me throughout high school. So even though I loved mm-hmm. um, my English classes and I love to write and my um, I remember my English teacher just just really like giving me all the love that I needed and w- wanted when it came to my writing, um, I knew that I was going to be a nurse and I became a nurse, an army nurse, and I continued to read. And it wasn't after I had my or I was pregnant with my fourth kiddo that I was like, you know what, I really want to do this. And then I started writing seriously. Then that was, she's turning 11 um, next month. So after that it was like fast and furious, but also taking forever. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like publishing is that, you know, it's, it's a long process because I felt like I've been wanting it for forever. And it also was also fast. Um, and I started seriously writing about almost 11 years ago. I sent my first query when my youngest was one. Mm-hmm. And I signed my agent when my third kiddo turned, I think, 13. Wait, she's 16 this mm-hmm. year. No, 11. And um, and yeah, and then my sixth book, In a Book Club Far Away, is going to be published when that youngest child is turning 11 years old. So that's like my markers, my kids... My kids are eye markers, I guess.
0: That's so amazing. And I can relate to the whole wanting to be a writer your whole life and then your parents loving you and, and seeing that, but also like, okay, well, why don't you do that on the side when you come home from your job as an optometrist? Yeah. <laughs> it's... That was what my parents thought I should do. Because yeah. they're like, you wear glasses and that would be good money. <laughs> and. Um, you know, that makes sense to them, but there's like no, absolutely no
1: regrets, you know, obviously like, um, you know, I loved being an army nurse. I loved being a civilian nurse. I learned so much and being a mom now of four and having all those nursing years behind me, like I've been able to triage a lot here at the house. I feel like with with four kids, we've had enough accidents, enough issues that, um, that it has served me well. And I always say like my whole nursing career of having to, let's say have a million patients, not a million, maybe, you know, six to eight (laughs) patients at a time and having to, to be focused and going into their rooms, but coming out and knowing you still have a lot to do. That really has helped me with publishing Mm. as a, as publishing the business. Yeah.
0: Because you've got to put one thing on the shelf and focus on something else that might be unrelated. You know, like I've finished writing that for the day, but now I have to go do this podcast or um, these edits have come in and then I have to go like drive so-and-so to practice or whatever. It is very, um, you have to multi Yeah, But that all women do, don't they? (laughs) Absolutely.
1: And absolutely. It's like everything else everything put together it's sort of like okay in 12 hours you have this many things to do but then at the same time when you enter the room you can't be thinking about another patient while you're dealing with mm-hmm. one patient I can't call that patient patient B's name you know I have to focus so it really has helped me it doesn't mean it's not difficult but but it's the same thing like when one child is asking me for help and another one has a completely different issue like you have to be You have to switch your brain. Um, Again, it's while I'm not always great at it, it's just a practice, you know, like I'm just in the mode. So, and of course, the time of Corona with everybody at home, it's like multiple patients on multiple floors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you go away there. I will come see you in a minute. You stay here and we will talk about this grade. And (laughs) it's like the total triage, you
1: know, like. You're not bleeding. You're going to stay right there. You're fine. Let me go deal with this puppy who is trying to go outside.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, was The Outsiders your favorite book when you were a kid or did you have other favorite books? Or was that just the one that, like, inspired you to be a writer?
1: That was the one that inspired for me, me to be a writer. I loved Little Women, hands down, as the- my most favorite book of all time. Um, oh. The Road was a very, like, critical book that I read probably, I don't know, seven years ago when I was like, wow. Mm. Um, You know, and I don't know why. It was probably just at that moment when I was feeling like I needed that boost. So The Road – and it's such a sad but optimistic, I guess, (laughs) book. Uh, It's dystopian. And then, of course, The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know why. I mean, I just (laughs) – for some reason, these books, like, they came in. And then Twilight – Twilight was another one Uh that – Twilight actually brought me back to reading in all of my exhaustion mm-hmm. with the kids. Um, so yeah, I would say those books really stand out to me. Yeah, so.
0: I think I think probably because we're about the same age and we probably have some about the same age yeah. kids, the same thing, like that Twilight era, <laughs> um, the Suki Stack for yes, me it was also Suki, Suki Stackhouse books. <laughs> and they were so easy to read yeah. and such an escape from you know, like having toddlers yeah. and stuff at the time and because I hadn't read in several years because I was keeping young people yeah. alive um but yeah so I don't I totally yeah. get that um and it was something new and fresh to the book for
1: world. sure I remember reading Suki laying down like getting my third uh kiddo she was just she had a hard time sleeping um mm. and she was the kind of kiddo that sweat a lot So I remember her just being on the crook of my arm and I'm reading Sookie (laughs) up above and I'm just like, dear goodness, please go to sleep, please. You know, just (laughs) how many, how many chapters do I have to read? Because she really wasn't interested in me reading to her. She was just, you know, flopping around, you know, just. She needed, she needed needed me around. It was during a deployment. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. But I was reading Sookie Stackhouse. I'm like, is this normal? I'm reading about this vampires
0: oh i think that is something <laughs> universal that has as long as there have been moms we have we have again multi this is the know, theme of the podcast today we have we've held a kid in one arm and done something else with yeah. another and sought um entertainment where we could in the cracks That's in between right. um but now that they're yes. older so This is a question I've been wanting to talk to people about because it's kind of my focus as we are still dealing with pandemic, but also possibly seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We are recording this in March of 2021. And I want to start focusing in my own life on things that are bringing me happiness and joy. So I want to know what are three things that have brought you joy lately? And they can be whatever things you want. So, the first thing that
1: gives me joy is my planner. I know that you're a planner girl, Lindsay. Yes. So, um, I have been looking for planner peace for like forever, as I'm sure every so many folks out there are. And currently, <laughs> my planner is giving me a lot of peace. I have the Hobonichi cousin, and um, yes, oh, oh, that's my favorite. Yes, yeah, we're, we're the same. and those daily pages have really given me life. Um I have always done like the weekly spread and mm-hmm. it just the weekly spread had gotten to be so full. I I know that folks are like what are we doing, you know, throughout pandemic? Like people are saying we're not going out, but for some reason my weekly schedule was still full because of the kids and whatever they needed to accomplish and whatever they needed to do for school. Mm-hmm. Um virtual schooling that My weekly, um, spread look was so overwhelming to me and I was like, I'm never going to get on top of this ever, you know? And then I started Mm -hmm. the daily pages and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I have time. (laughs) I have time right here where I can go into a closet and sit for a second or read alone. So that has really given me life. So I've had, I have planner piece this year, which is great. Um, I would have to say the second is our who, our pandemic puppy. His name his name is Graham. Yeah. He's now twenty four weeks old, and oh. he is the sweetest boy ever. I mean, I have we have two dogs now, so my older dog is six, and she's like very type A and serious doggy. You know, even when she was a puppy, like she mm-hmm. wanted her she wanted to do tricks she was very straightforward like and she was like the top of her puppy class I mean everything right she's a very serious puppy. And and, <laughs> a yeah, puppy and and now she's a very serious six-year-old dog and then Graham is so not he's so type b like the moment you come up to him he flips over on his back and he doesn't do any tricks at all no matter what I try to teach him but it's totally fine <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> hold me, love me, care. And he's just, he's perfect for our family. He, it's a, he's exactly, because also we have so many people in my family that poor Marshmallow, her first dog, was just having a, a hard time with all of us carrying her. She's like, come on, you can put me down. <laughs> I'm done with it. She kept giving us a side eye, you know. Um, but Graham just loves being picked up. So Graham's got to be my second thing. And my third thing is the sun is out. Now the sun is out.
0: Uh-oh. yeah! And
1: um, I've been, you know, I have a desk right next to my window. And as soon as that sun is, it uh, has risen above the, the line, I'm just that the blinds are up and I'm just like soaking it in. So I'm just waiting for the temperature to go up um, for me mm. to really like be outside because I'm a very wimp. I'm a wimp when it comes to the cold and it's still like 40 degrees. I'm like, I can only be at her for 10 minutes. Um, but um, on the other side of the window, I just, you know,
0: I just soak it up. So those are the three things right now. Beth, I love those. I love those so much. And I find it so interesting. Uh, we'll have to, that you've got two dogs and I was just talking about this with some friends last. we had a little fire pit outside oh, last that. night. That's I our, miss that. that's our yeah. social event. Well, cause the weather has gotten a little bit nicer in Texas. So, um, you know, we like, okay. And social distancing around the fire pit and we were just talking last night about how um all of our dogs are now used to their humans being all the time but I was like you have a dog that remembers probably like when people weren't around and now you're gonna have a dog that's like this is the way it always is
1: (laughs) it's gonna be wild when when because because I am hopeful I am hopeful right that that things won't be a hundred percent Back to normal, but I I am so hopeful that things are moving forward. That um, I'm hoping that my dogs aren't going to be sad, and I'm I'm also glad that they're together. Then that there's two of them, so at, mm, so at least they'll true. have each other.
0: But yeah, yeah, so it's bananas. Well, you've already you already mentioned it, and I cannot. Yeah. I want to talk about it. Your next book that is coming out uh, April April sixth like a month yeah. month away. Yeah, it's so wow. fast. Wow. Um, April sixth, twenty twenty one. It's in a book club far away. in a book club yeah. far away. It's like, yeah. that's the title, right? Okay. Um, and I just Yay. got my copy this morning, <laughs> so I have, but I'm so excited to read about it because I um, read the book, but also like I obviously know what it's about. Um, but it seems like it's about army, army wives friendships. Yeah. Army wife friendships. Which, um, tell us about the book and where you got the idea so
1: thank you so much for picking it up and uh so in a book club (laughs) far away is a contemporary fiction women's fiction and it is uh set in two timelines present day and 10 years ago and it's about three army wives in the past who become fast friends during a deployment and what um broke and and in the past something broke them apart. In the present time, one of them needs help and calls those two other friends to help her. But the other two don't know that each other's going to be there. So the story is really just the telling of their love for one another, their breakup, and their happily ever after. Because all my books end in a happily ever after, no matter how complicated these relationships are. So um I really wanted to write an Army wife story for a very very long time to kind of have an updated version on what the you know I watched Army wives the the um the series the but show. you know our lives yeah. have changed quite a bit since 911 you know the operational tempo um of the military continues even through pandemic you know you still have movement everywhere and um, and families are affected by it. And so I um, I was an Army officer during 9-11 and have since really experienced in the last, you know, 20 years um, the kind of effects, you know, the, the, that Army families have experienced. But more than that, it's more of a microcosm of like the friendships, the fast friendships you make and perhaps some drama that can unfold from these fast friendships and these small and very close communities. So that's, that is like my inspiration. My inspiration are the army wives that I um, have gotten to know, although none of them, I always have to say, none of these characters are based on anybody that I know personally. In fact, (laughs) I made sure that, um, that each one of these characters is not like anybody that I know. So just FYI. And it's also inspired from by the book clubs because in all the moving that I've done throughout the years, I've um, taken part of book clubs, of several different book clubs. And book clubs were really my savior. Um, it brought me my friends. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's because I'm an introvert, um, carrying a book with me to book club was – like my little source of power, I guess, Um, source of strength, because it's hard to walk into a new place. It's it doesn't get any easier. In fact, we're moving again this summer and I just inserted myself into a Facebook group of the spouses that are in that new duty station. And it's still the same feelings of, oh, my gosh, is anybody going to respond to my post? Right. Um, (laughs) I'm coming, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm on my way there, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But going to book club and holding the book or holding an e-reader and knowing that, okay, I've read this book. I can talk about this book. I am qualified to talk about this book. You know, it's these, like, little mantras that I have before entering a new place. And um, these book clubs are usually where I find my friends, you know. So uh, it's really inspired by those two things. And, of course, I've inserted a lot of drama, not necessarily – after yes. any kind of real drama that happened. <laughs> but of course, when it comes to contemporary fiction, you know, little drama is good, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, you, well, you gotta have something to move I mean, what's around. the point? There is no drama.
0: <laughs> well, I have a soft spot in my heart for this topic because um, not only was my husband, um, uh, his, oh, his yeah. dad was in the Air Force. And, um, yeah. so he moved around a lot as a kid and, and I moved around. I, my, my dad wasn't in the military, but, um, we moved yeah. around a time for his job. actually, I, wow. Yeah. That's definitely like years. a
1: military brat for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I hold them close to my heart. I, um, especially cause it's not only that they're moving around so much, they're moving around really yeah. for service reasons. Um, and the kids have nothing. Mm-hmm. to say about it That's right. um, and the, the friendships again we were not in military service but I know that you know we would move from place to place and there would have to be in that world there would have to be a community and and I'm sure it's the same with you too is or with the military it'd be like oh well, I don't know you but you also once I find out that you served at the same fort as my other best friend who served there you you can draw these connections And people do like form these links and there can be a community spread out worldwide. And I can't imagine now, um, because I grew up with internet. (laughs) Uh, But now that's so wonderful that you can, uh, and you and other um, service members can reach out and say, Hey, I'm coming. What do I need to know? You know, where's, where's the grocery store? What's the thing that I need to know? For sure. And now you have, your own book club book you can bring and That would be no, really, that long. would be a little And in awkward. fact, it's so funny because my personal Facebook
1: account, like I don't, I don't associate myself as the author per se because it's like, I just want to come in there just, just as tiff. Do you know what I mean? Like I just want to go in yeah. there. Yes, um, I do. I don't want any pressure and I'm just, I'm the new girl. I really am everywhere I go and yeah. even I think because of this life and, um, uh, Like, even when I used to go to, like, RWA and things like that, I come in very much like when I do when I come into a new place. I'm just standing there. (laughs) I'm like, hi, I'm Tiff. You know, I just. And then you're like, oh, you want my autograph?
0: No, I'm kidding. You did not do that.
1: (laughs) No, that's weird. You know, I just. I am like taken right back to the first moment. Um, but yeah, we are so lucky now that we have like all these virtual ways to connect. So, you know, three months mm-hmm. out, I'm able to, you know, ask folks and say, hey, how th- how does this neighborhood look um, in case we were living on post or um, which school has mm-hmm. the best track uh, program, you know, something like that when I can and I can also... Reach out to other army spouses who have been there in the past. It's really such a network, and for the most part, we all want to help one another because we all want to for each other to succeed. You know.
0: Well, and you never know when it's going to be your turn. That's right. To need help, you know, you've got to you've got to extend help to receive it, in those in those types of communities. So I know um, my listeners will be. This is I'm just sitting here, I'm like, this is like the perfect book for uh, a yeah. podcast called Women with Books is a book about book yeah. clubs and friends. And um I'm s i am cannot wait to dive in. Um but talking about mm-hmm. again books and women and stuff, I you have a book podcast too that you've started. Um and it's called Stories to Love. And I what can what can people find on the stories yeah, to love? I started podcast? that
1: because I was needing inspiration. So the Stories to Love podcast um, is a podcast that focuses on, I guess, what inspires you to keep going on an everyday basis. So the folks that I bring in aren't just authors, but also like crafters and coaches and things like that and people like that um, just to give me hints, you know, and how to keep going mm-hmm. in this new world <laughs> that we live in and it it really has helped me more than anything so um, it's really a passion project of mine. Uh, I don't really track so much of it um, and I hope that it's helping other people at the same time but I've loved it. it's it's a great way to reach Thanks. out and to meet people not just like read their books or hear what they're talking about, you know, out there, but to really dig in. I suppose it's like how you feel too, right? It's um, just getting to know, getting to know folks. There's such a value in that and getting to know other people.
0: Yeah. And I think um, again, at the last RWA Mm -hmm. I was on a panel about podcasting and I think, hadn't really realized it before I was giving that panel but Mm -hmm. I was like no it's just for me it's like Mm -hmm. I get to have a conversation about something that I love and like that's that's the coolest part of this um it's like and then making that connection with someone and realizing like oh my gosh I'm the same as you I love the same things you know we both love planners and our dogs and and I love that when we do that where the people who are listening are also saying, yeah. I do that too, and then we can all feel a little yeah. bit more connected
1: and and I definitely and need world. that needed that connection um, in fact, my podcast listening during starting like a year ago like went up, went through the roof um for a while. I actually stopped reading because i i um uh, I usually either mm. listen to my listen or read my books um or you know, but for a while there, I even stopped listening to two books because there was so much in my there was I was having information overload, but I could listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because it was somebody else speaking to me. Um, so, you know, I, I listened to El Penelope. I also listened to um, Smart Bitches Trashy Books or Smart Podcast Trashy Books, you know, all of our all of these podcasts that are in rotation. <laughs> yes, yeah. I listen to your podcast as well. Um, but it was like somebody else speaking to me and I felt like, okay, I'm with my people still. Um and then I was like, you know what? I wanna talk to people too. You know? and that's that's when it started. Um of course it's a lot of work yeah. to do a podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's a little bit more work yeah that was I mean I took I took a break in 2020 because of the work and um just because I was gonna say like the whole landscape of our information and what we could input kind of changed I think and it changed so much for different people like I felt like I could only be creative in certain ways and I had to reserve energy for you know yes wiping down my groceries (laughs) or whatever it was um I'm like I can't deal with the podcast right now I have to to wipe down my broccoli um so so it is interesting to me too that you also had this like I can't do this right now but I can do this and and it'll be interesting it's like an interesting journey right like where we go from you know we're doing a b and c and now we're doing (laughs) j q and y and now next year we might That's right. We might not return to A, B, and C. We (laughs) might stick with J, Q, and Y because we like it better. Um, But did it affect the books? Or what are you? What are you reading now? Are you back to reading books, or are you just stolen? Um, I am actually back to
1: to listening to books more than anything. So I'm listening. I'm re-listening to Deborah Harkness's um, "A Discovery of Witches" because I am dying to watch the show. And I don't want to watch oh, the okay. show without listening to it again. Um, and I'm also listening to a thriller, Lucy Foley's uh, book. I think it's called The Guest List. And, um, and okay. then I'm reading Christy Woodson Harvey's upcoming um, women's fiction. Yeah. Oh,
0: I need to get on the list for that. And, but
1: during, the, during um, like the, uh, the, the the thick of the pandemic, when I was in the most fear you know, I would say the thick is when I felt the most fear, yeah, 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 I could only read these Harlequin desires, which are like the sh- the shorter category books, um which was like high heat, right? high heat very quickly, and I was like, "Please, okay, let me go to sleep." You know, not that it would make me go to sleep, but it would calm my brain um so that I could sleep, you know, so. Yeah. I um, hate sex to go to interesting. sleep. I know. That is interesting. I mean,
0: that's so weird, right? Yeah, but that that's yeah, well it was, you know, must have been like triggering yes. the right hormonal responses to to combat yeah. the other the hormonal response, responses that cortisol, you were getting from the whatever outside world. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting because I found I switched more I like after mm-hmm. after May maybe. Oh, I could only do historical books. And um, I think because my imagination just did yeah. not, anything contemporary, like my imagination just, yeah. it, it could be distracted too sense. easily. Like, I'd be like, oh, why are they close together <laughs> yeah. in a bar, you know, or <laughs> whatever. And I just had to be like, all right, yeah. go <laughs> back cholera days. That's that's." <laughs> That's much it better. Like, well, I,
1: I read Jennifer Hillier's Little Secrets, which was like thriller, bad, bad, bad book. You know, not bad as in bad, horrible, like bad, awful, awful, awful things happen, but such a great book. And um, I also read that. And I think it was just my mind needed to escape to something completely bonkers, um, you know, <laughs> but it was bad. It was like a kidnapping
0: and like someone. When- <laughs> Well, I think other people have said, like, they started getting really into true crime (laughs) in the last year. So it's kind of the same thing. It's like, I want to focus on someone else's suffering. Oh, my gosh.
1: And I I don't know about you, too, like, but there's this, like, resurgence because we're now, we are talking in March, and there's this resurgence of um, sadness. I don't know. Like, I was totally, you know, it's an Mm -hmm. up and down, right, throughout this whole year. And for a while, I was I was cruising because I think you know the whole family got into a groove and I was able to c- contain everybody in my home and everybody understood what the rules were, right? And now the rules are starting to go into a flux yes. again. And then um and then now yes. we're nearing the year mark and I'm seeing some anniversaries, right? And I'm feeling the anniversaries of certain things and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I need to calm down. You know, I need to I need to go find my happy place again. You know, it's like one of these uh you know, yeah, destabilizing it's... moments once more.
0: Yeah, it is really weird that this anniversary because yeah. it's we're headed mm-hmm. into our spring break next week. And last spring break was when we were coming home, we were in the car and I was just like flipping through Twitter and I started I made my first yeah. online oh, grocery wow. order on that trip and and like was starting to see yes! and I and oh, I my, my sourdough starter. <laughs> Like, to me, that's like, that's like the, when it all started, I'm like, I have to do online groceries and sourdough starter because yeah, who, exactly. what the heck am I turning back to? And, and so my kids had off that spring break and then the school announced, um, yeah. well, we're going to take another week yeah. and see what happened. So that was second spring break. And then they said another week and that was third spring break. And then our fourth spring break oh was, gosh. um, 10 months long. Seriously. <laughs> seriously and so, and so we're headed into spring break next week and I'm again I was talking with some friends last night and they're like we're going on yeah. a ski trip and I was like yeah. are you sure you want to do that are you sure because you know bad things happen when people go on spring break oh, I'm just telling I'm telling you Oh, <laughs> uh, we are creating this interesting right. time capsule right now and in 10 20 years they're going to listen to this podcast <laughs> and be like y'all are crazy <laughs> Yes. Hopefully.
1: That means hopefully that everything should be that. okay,
0: right? Oh. If they're saying
1: that it, we're, we're not doing we well, well, they're like, well, hopefully everything's okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, I always ask people, and maybe you might have already touched this, what book or genre would people be surprised that you like? Would it be? No, probably Harlequin the thrillers.
1: You know, yeah, everybody, something? like, well, my oh, family the thrillers. Yeah. It's, uh, romance only, romance, women's fiction only, but actually, I really love these thrillers. You know, also, I think it's um, the pacing. A- and romance books ha- have mm. like that similar pacing where it's, you know, it, it moves very quickly. And there are some familiar beats, and um, I want to know what's going to happen or how the author subverts it or how they make it more exciting, you know. So I, I, I love thriller books. In fact, there is a thriller novel in me somewhere. I, and I, you know, it's because I love it so much, but at the same time, like I don't, it's, it feels so hard to write it. I mean, it's such a, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that anybody that writes a book, and it's even though I write books, but I feel like I'm not really writing books. I think that everybody else is writing books. And I'm just hoping no one finds out that I
0: don't, I'm not <laughs>
1: writing books. I mean,
0: i know you're just doing it for fun I'm like, yeah please,
1: they're gonna realize who is One day this they're person? gonna realize like, that
0: this is fun no, for me
1: you know it's just a sham you know but everybody else seems to be writing such, these amazing books so you know but i love i love these thrillers
0: well don't make it an <laughs> army wife thriller because then you're really going to have to tell people this is not it, based on true yeah, i like. know they're not bodies buried I under like, a housing. <laughs>
1: I'm just, I always have to say, this is not about you. I promise. I mean, you know, it's because I have so many friends and I'm like, I promise. None oh. of this is about you. I, this is not a real life situation. I'm not spilling any OPSEC, um, any kind of secrets, you know, <laughs> Oh, Jeff! Thank you so much yeah, for
0: coming oh on my... today. This, I am I so honored this. that you asked me. I needed me. a new book
1: um, talk. This has just been so wonderful, and and thank you for for chatting with me today. It's it was this is like a best way to spend my break for sure.
0: And how can people get in touch with you? And what's coming up? I mean, besides is yeah, there's yeah, any I know, like I, besides there's actually book books up? coming up this <laughs> year. So it's uh,
1: <laughs> so and okay, I know. I know you've got so much yeah. going on. That's why so I April was like, I need April to Club ask her, her, her way. about her other then, stuff. Then um, August 10th is It Takes Heart, which is my romance. It's going to uh, kick off my romance series with Montlake Romance. And then on October 5th will be my young adult Ooh. Christmas novel. So it's a very sweet um, teen book that I'm so, so excited about. And I can be reached at tiff- tiffmarcello.com and anywhere at tiff marcellos it's instagram twitter and facebook but i'm mostly on instagram
0: hey guys for all of you wondering hey where's the lightning round why didn't you give tiff a lightning round I totally did. But my audio went a little cuckoo at the end. So I'm going to try to uh, transcribe it for newsletter subscribers. And also, I'm going to try and see if I can figure out how to um, give you guys that audio in the newsletter, just so you can laugh at how badly it went. (laughs) And you can uh, just giggle at at it. me tearing my hair out over this stuff but i love you and i loved uh in a book club far away from tiff marcello and i'm telling you these characters keep talking to me it's kind of crazy maybe i should go get checked out all right see y'all next time thank you for joining me today. If you love this conversation, please leave a review or consider supporting the podcast at the link in the show notes. For a list of books discussed in this episode and other fabulous content, sign up for my newsletter at womenwithbooks.com. And remember, keep reading.